0: Not to boast, but I propose a toast to Dr. Joel Hayworth, who's doing the most on the coast. I have a wonderful electronic invention I want you to see. (laughs) It it looks something
1: like this. 1.21 gigawatts. What the hell is a (laughs)
0: gigawatt? You're listening to the Hashtag Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering. Greetings, loyal listeners. Congrats on uh, being a fan of the best podcast at all of higher education. That would be the award-winning hashtag getting brought to you by the Samuel Ginn College of Engineering's Office of Communications and Marketing. We're number one. You know it. We know it. Austin, you know it. It's consensus. I'm Jeremy Henderson, a uh, communications and marketing specialist within the Office of Communications and Marketing. And uh, over here, as always, Austin Phillips uh he hasn't he hasn't really acknowledged that there's a slight tweak to the do. There's not yet, but i can i detect told stephen the, the same thing a, a one and a two, ride it high <laughs> and see what happens. <laughs> stephen at dimension ladies <laughs> and gentlemen the uh, a craftsman coiffure yes, a is craftsman that, that how you pronounce of- it? Joel, do you know that coiffure sir. That's how you do it. I just it's but say coif. I mean, it be the yeah. person who does it. It's, it's like coif. A, in, uh, in France, it's coif. It, but I think they... I
2: think it's barber. Barber. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And, and Alabama, barber. Mm, yeah. Over here, we have
0: Marcus Klutz on the keys. Can we New not get John... John quit. Um, <laughs> one and done. One day and that one was it. I don't know where he is. I hope this furniture is worth it, son. Cause, yeah. uh, whew, yeah. Bad uh, uh, bad way to start off. Yeah, rooms to go. Anyway, today, Austin, well, I'm really happy today we have a special guest. Do you know how I've always been a fan of hydrology and end- endocrine systems? Uh, I thought, isn't that the biology? I thought endocrine disrupting chemicals uh estuarian estuaries systems? i
2: knew because estu- listen i well, it'll get disruptive in the office i'm like here goes jared talking about estuaries again. <laughs> right right so, tyler's wanting
0: to talk star wars i'm like shut, shut up up. we got estuary it's estuary <laughs> estu- 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 tuesday no, estuary estu- <laughs> is that it joel <laughs> yes. anyway i really like it because now i'm gonna be able to talk shop in a little uh, inside baseball here there you go with uh joel hayworth yes sir the wait a minute you actually have a this is yeah, got a name. yeah, I a named named professor I got a this, one of those. this isn't just a system. named professor uh, the huff, huff, huff hang on uh, man
2: the, the huff. elton z and Lois g huff associate professor like in say, civil dang.
0: engineering yes, okay that's what he said i was uh with us and also i'm going to let you take it austin uh, big, what, i mean
2: big 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 news so we we've been playing this um word play that you do so well with our billboards and places. When sure. we opened, um, we've not had the dedication ceremony, but we opened the Auburn University Research and Innovation Campus in Huntsville. And so we've been saying we're growing places. And that's right. That, you are a pun master, my friend. Top and bottom. And in speaking of growing places, the Board of Trustees, just a week ago, announced that they had approved the project for the Auburn University Gulf Coast Engineering Research Station, which was proposed by none other
0: than Mister uh, Hayworth himself. Yes, Amen. Talk Amen. about fighting the tide. <laughs> hey, uh-huh. I like it. Uh, uh, hey, so we're
2: we're doing we um, we have a marketing campaign with the ASWE, and um, so our next ad that's going out tomorrow will, will be about the Gulf awesome. research so That's our awesome. our title on that is making waves i well, like that but jeremy ha- i had to shoot down a couple because he was he was estuary. he well, well he, he, want to he, was, he, he wanted there. to go after the quote-unquote tide and i <laughs> yeah. said let's uh, not no, do that let's leave that one over. now joel i know no. you like to brag on yourself so the ad <laughs> is actually a, it's a full page yeah. of just your photo of joel with his hand like the, the class ring okay, shot hey, class now, ring shot
0: before we started
1: talking, I made the point that I don't like to brag on myself. <laughs> Just for the record, y'all. Just
0: right. for the record. Right. right. Is that you why you came in with how, how humble was he was. He's yeah. the most humble man on campus. Yeah, he came yeah, in he with a bunch break. of he
2: came in with a bunch of gold chains. And yeah, sunglasses, <laughs> seriously. You know, but. yeah, we Except didn't need that. your C V <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> So this Gulf-
1: is a roast.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I told you. I told you what. Uh, how long do we get into? it? Yeah, five, but, almost but five I minutes. Mean, I told now, you. Now we'll get to the Okay. Now stuff. you're a brilliant scientist. Mm, okay. Yes. Um, but Gulf Coast Engineering Research Station. Yes, sir. Talk about how that came about. I mean, it's been in the work. We've yeah. been working on this for a while.
1: Well, okay. So the origin story for that. Um, 2010 oil spill, right? Deep uh, uh, Deepwater Horizon. Deep water, you're right. right. Uh, we did a lot of work down on the coast. And uh, not just me, but a lot of other faculty from Auburn, a lot of uh, colleagues from our department spent a lot of time down on the coast. And in that time, we built up pretty good relationships with the people living down there, primarily in Baldwin County. So we're talking about Gulf Shores and Orange Beach primarily. And, And through those conversations, we got to understand some of the things that they were interested in seeing down the road, right? We talked about bringing you know higher education resources from different parts of the state down to baldwin county so that was kind of the i would say the impetus for the whole thing that's 2010 to 2012 roughly and if you if you remember that it was a very chaotic period right and um you know there were a lot of lawsuits right bp and all of bp subcontractors and there was Uh, a law that was passed i can't even remember if it was 2010 or 11 might have been 11 uh the restore act yes which is the federal law came out under the department of transportation i believe all right and it was the first attempt to figure out how they were going to use the money from all these lawsuits right and so you know we we saw that there was a possibility that there would actually be funding in the future to actually turn some of those ideas into realities. So I think, and and again though, I can't kinda overemphasize the chaotic nature of this whole thing. I mean, nobody knew how any of this was gonna turn out. The law was being made kind of, you know, in real time. Uh, You know, the federal government didn't even know how they were gonna do this. So there was quite a, you know, several years worth of time where They were trying to figure out exactly how they were going to use these funds. And uh, so I think in 2013 is when we actually started trying to turn, uh, trying to receive some of those funds to use to do something like the Gulf Coast Engineering Research Station. So think about that. 2013, what is it now? Almost 10 years, right? Yes, it's been a very long road with a lot of uh, hurdles to pass. Uh, We've had a lot of support. Uh, Chris Roberts was big, you know, big supporter of this from the very beginning. Uh, Steve Taylor, big supporter. Uh, Our department head, big supporter, Andy. Um, So we've had a lot of really solid support on the Auburn side. The community of Orange Beach stepped up and uh, they, you know, they ran interference uh, for us on the political side, primarily trying to um, convince people that this was a good thing for everybody, right? In alabama in coastal alabama in toto and um and there you know i would say there was some pushback on that uh, but but all of that's been achieved okay so we have a lot of buy-in with other research institutions besides auburn um and uh you know finally we've got to the finish line so uh, it's great
2: yeah. yeah, and our our friends down in Orange Beach, like you said, you know, great partners. Uh, this is going to allow us to collaborate, um, even closer with University of South Alabama, and then, mm-hmm. uh, like you say, other universities that are oh. part of this, uh, the Marine Environmental Sciences Consortium right. institutions. Right. Um, you know, what are what are some of the things that we're going to, you know, hit the ground running and start looking at yeah. uh, with this facility?
1: Well, um, you know, let me go back to your original point, though, uh, which is a really good one to emphasize. So this always was, in our mind, something that should be a collaborative effort right. between all the research institutions in the state. Yep. And, and we that has always been our position, right? And um, I don't think you can fault people for maybe not believing the authenticity of that, uh, but it really is the, the thing we want to do. And so now, um, you know, the onus is on us. Uh, here at Auburn, because we're going to lead it, right, to uh, reach out to these different research institutions and try mm-hmm. to develop uh, real collaborative input that eventually will lead to them participating in the day-to-day activities that go on at this research facility. So that's, that's kind of the, the short-term. I mean, obviously, they've got to build the thing, right? right, right. And um, that, all of that is going on right now. Uh, You were down there yesterday, weren't you? Well, I was down there for a different reason. So, collaborating uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <yeah>. on some other <laughs> yeah, projects, pina coladas, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> loud and clear. That's why yeah, he's hydrating yeah, over there yeah, with that Lacroix. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, you know, it's all you can always get a little work <laughs> done. So you can always get a little sure. work. Oh, done. hey, sure, I've already yeah.
2: volunteered to be down there for this thing. I, I'm gonna set up an office.
1: Nah, this, uh, but it was work. I mean, so, um, but it was a different thing. But, but right. I mean, you know, the point is a good point that there's always this back and forth, right? And uh, one of the beauties of having a facility like this and its location, which is right on Perdido Bay. I mean, it's a beautiful spot. If you stand on the, uh, the land that Orange Beach is basically donating to us to build this facility. So that's their in, right? That's their skin in the game. Um, and you look to the south. You look right out Perdido Pass into the Gulf of Mexico. I mean, it's a fantastically beautiful spot. Water, first of all.
2: And water access. Water us, access. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. It's it's really fantastic. I remember when we first started talking about this, and uh, Philip West, who's been the main uh, Orange Beach guy, he's the coastal resources manager in Orange Beach. Uh, he and I hit it off. We're about the same age, you know. And uh, we worked really closely together during the oil spill. And uh, actually, I think, you know, probably – the origin of the idea was between he and I over some beers, you know, here we go. Yeah, that's yeah. Right. yeah. Right. And so that kind of started the whole thing. So he's been involved from day one and uh, he's like, yeah, we've got some property. Let's go take a look at it. And I thought it would be out in the back 40. Right. And we pulled up to that and it's got these beautiful hundred year oaks on it. You know, hundred year old mm-hmm. oaks and that beautiful view. And I'm thinking, Oh my gosh, yeah. yeah, Austin, I'm gonna be available. i
0: for the opening. <laughs> let's
2: just keep, so, let's so. just keep Harvey up. Well, Joel, you know we we Marcus and I, I know we did uh, some videos years ago right. um, on some of your work with the estuaries. Talk about right. your right. research okay. and just uh, kind of highlight some of your research interests.
1: Yeah. Okay. So, um, I mean, I'm I have pretty broad interests in environmental uh, issues, right? And um, my, kind of my background is more on the groundwater side. Uh, but when I returned to Auburn, having had some experience you know, out in the world and doing other things, uh, my interest kind of evolved into more of the combination of groundwater and surface water. So I've always been interested in uh, what you would call anthropogenic uh, impacts to natural systems. Right? So anthropogenic is man-made, basically. And we're talking about things like uh, environmental contamination. That's the easiest and kind of the most profound, I think, uh, but also impacts to living resources that are in these systems, okay? And then how a lot of these uh, anthropogenic chemicals uh, move between surface, well, from the terrestrial side, the land side into surface water bodies and into groundwater systems and all of the concomitant uh, impacts that come from that. I say living resources I'm talking about you know everything from plankton to fish to humans okay and everything in between so it's a fairly broad interest right overall kind of the health of natural systems that's that's kind of my interest and so this is a a perfect spot to think about that now And to to research it, I don't want to make it sound like it's some kind of hazardous waste site down there, because it's not. It's not anything like that. It's a beautiful spot, very clean. You guys can edit that part out. (laughs) 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 No, it's really good. Mm -hmm. Um, But it's a great natural system because it has all the components, right? Uh, Estuaries, which are just, you know, coastal water where you get mixing between the marine waters and the terrestrial waters, fresh waters coming off the land. Uh, estuaries are super important for so many reasons, right? they are nurseries for, uh, a lot of, uh, you know, very valuable fish species, let's say, um, obviously people like to live there, right? And so you have this, uh, juxtaposition of this really critical, important natural system where you have a lot of potential urban impacts, right? And so, um, you know, any any kind of coastal estuary system is a legitimate place to do this kind of work, um, but Perdido Bay is a especially fantastic place. So, um, but my again, back to your original question about my interests. So my interests are, you know, anything that has to do with what we might be doing to these kinds of systems. And then, obviously, as an engineer, our job isn't just to uh, figure out what the problem is, but it's also to figure out ways to fix it, right? So there's the entire uh, mitigation side that um, is equally important, and and hopefully all of those kinds of things will take place uh, in this research facility.
2: I know when we did that video, some you know some of the stuff you we were talking about are. Plastics getting in the water mm-hmm. of, you know, plastics we didn't have 50 to a hundred years ago. Right. And then they're breaking down. And how does that affect, like yeah. you said, from, I mean, from top down. So just know when we're doing that kind of mm-hmm. work and Jerry, you, you'll have to look up the video, but, uh, and ask him later. Cause I don't think we'll have enough time about hermaphrodite oysters. Oh yeah, oh Yeah, don't eat those. Don't eat those. Don't, don't eat those. those. You so gotta, when I go next hermaphrodetic hermaphrodetic yeah. I'm 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 either going male or female with my. The problem is you won't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they uh, all look the same to me. Yeah. Boy, the old, oh, the old pronoun plate.
0: There you yeah. go. Yeah. There <laughs> you <laughs> go. Nah, <laughs> there's
1: but you know there. Those oysters are good to yeah.
2: go. I wouldn't worry about them. Well, <laughs> I'm gonna eat plenty of them. I I'm getting mixed signals here. Yeah. Hang on,
1: <laughs> so you can. No, no, no. There's always the danger when you start talking about this stuff that people kind of make this connection between like, oh, he's talking about really bad things. This place must be really bad. And that's not the case at all. So, but um, I mean, we can't avoid the fact that we live in, you know, uh, an industrialized society and we're, you know, we use these chemicals. They're very useful, all kinds of manufacturing. uh, And no matter how hard you try, some of them are going to get loose, right? And, uh, you know, a lot of these organisms and people, too, really haven't evolved ways to deal with these types of chemicals because they're so recent, right? And, uh, and so that leads to a lot of
2: their problems. So, that's right, I'm so glad that what doing. I'm, I'm glad, doing. glad we got him working on it. Yeah. Um, I want to know the Joel Hayworth story. Oh, so, uh, God, yeah. how much more time yeah. do you have, dude? <laughs> with about five minutes. Uh, okay, five minutes? You, you got you, the five-minute version? You, uh, where are you from originally? <laughs>
1: Well, I was born and raised in Hawaii. Okay. okay? Oh, okay. And that, cool. yeah. So that probably gives you some insight into my interest in water. Okay. In coastal systems. Yeah. I and mean, then I grew That'll, up. And pina yeah. coladas in the beer. Yeah. yeah. Got you I up. mean, I don't even think I wore shoes for like until <laughs> I was like going to high school. I mean, it was, you know, I lived kind of the, the dream. Professor Hawaii. Mowgli over yeah, here. Yeah. Kind of. So that was great. Um, How'd and, you
2: decide on UC Barbara?
1: Okay, so I mean, I, I'll give you the evolution, but I'll try to keep it short. All right, so uh, I left when I left Hawaii, I joined the Air Force. So I was in the Air Force for a few years and uh, had a great time, uh, but realized that that was something I probably didn't want to do for the rest of my life. Um, and so got out. Met uh, While I was in the Air Force, met some really great guys who were uh, terrific mentors, and uh, it's kind of convinced me, you know, that, hey, just because you grew up in Hawaii and never went to school doesn't mean you're a dummy, okay? <laughs> so why don't you try taking a couple classes? So I did that, and it was like, oh, this is not so bad. So I got out of the Air Force and uh, went to UC Santa Barbara. And the, the original reason I went to UC Santa Barbara was it was the only program, was one of two programs in the country at the time, that had a uh, college-level commercial diving program. So originally, I wanted to be a commercial diver. And uh, that was linked to the stuff I did in the Air Force. But at any rate, um, I went. So I went to UC Santa Barbara with the idea of being a commercial diver. It was a two-year program. It was actually at the City College of Santa Barbara. And I I got there a little early. You know, I had like two grand in my pocket, an old car, my duffel bag. I mean, I was you know I was a vagabond, okay. <laughs> and uh, and I went to talk to the guy who ran this program who was an old commercial diver and he basically talked me out of it. He <laughs> said, "Yeah, I mean, he's like, "Listen, let me tell you, man. You know, this is a tough life, all right? You're always traveling. Uh it's dangerous, right? Uh you, you know, he goes, uh, "If you make it 20 years in this business, you're lucky. And you're lucky if you have all your fingers, right? When it's over." And I was like, "Hmm, that doesn't sound good to me." So then I I thought, "Well, now what am I going to do?" So I decided I would take a couple of just general classes that were useful for undergrad. And I took a geology class and, uh, it was just at the city college, you know, just kind of geology one-on-one. And, uh, I don't even know if I, if he's a professor, I mean, he's, you know, probably had a master's degree, right? He comes rolling into class, shorts, flip flops, long hair. He had his golden retriever with him and he was like the most effusive dude you've ever met. He was the classic, if you called Central Casting, send me the classic California dude, this guy would show up. Okay, He was perfect. Hey, man, we're going to have a great time. We're going to go camping. We're going to look at rocks, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, dang, I want to be a geologist. So, I mean, that was my level of preparation. Okay, So I started off in the geology program and uh, transferred to UCSB. And, uh, and then while I was there, you know, I realized that I actually could do math. And so then I moved over into the geophysics program. And my goal there was to maybe, you know, I knew at some point I was going to have to make a living, right? And at the time, the oil industry was great. Uh, they were chasing uh, geophysics graduates up and down the hallways, right? And so I thought I'd go work for Exxon or Chevron or somebody like that. And then the bottom fell out of the oil business. And uh, that was right around, I don't know late 80s 90s and uh so i was like now what i'm gonna do so then i went i decided well i I really like the environmental stuff i like groundwater so maybe i'll go to graduate school and do that so i went to the desert research institute which is a part of the university of nevada system i spent two years there doing uh, groundwater hydrology And while i was doing that i came to mobile alabama on a project it was a epa funded project and i met fred moltz do you know fred have you ever met him Mm -hmm. He left Auburn, uh, retired from Auburn, went to Clemson uh, Was a emeritus professor there. Um, great guy. Uh, and we hit it off. You know, he introduced me to Grits, Right. Sure. And, uh, and he's like, well, you know, if you ever think about doing a Ph.D., give me a call. So I got back. And one thing led to another. And I called him. And he recruited me back to Auburn. So I came here to do my Ph.D. with Fred Maltz and um, did that. Then I got out, went uh, to uh, TVA engineering lab for a year postdoc, and then went to the Air Force Research Lab at Tyndall Air Force Base, which at the time was an environmental research lab dealing with environmental contamination issues that the Department of Defense is always dealing with, fuels, solvents, that kind of stuff. And our job was to not just understand how to better uh, assess those kinds of sites, but then how to clean them up. So we were developing technologies, a very dynamic place, lots of great work. Um, And then one day, uh, the commander called everybody together. I mean, it's a bunch of civilians, but it was under the Air Force, right? So the commander was an Air Force guy, colonel, he called us in. He's like, well, we're no longer an environmental lab. We're now a chemical, biological weapons lab. And we're like, ooh. And so the place kind of emptied out. And uh, at the time, uh, you know, I met my wife here at Auburn, and uh, we moved down there, and uh, we had, I think, two, maybe three kids at that time, and um, all little, some of them still in diapers, and I was like, well, what are we going to do? And so I decided to start a business, and uh, so for maybe 10 or 15 years, I ran an environmental engineering consulting business, and we were very successful. We did all kinds of work all over the country. Basically doing the stuff that we were learning about at that research lab. So we did that for several years. And then, um, but you know, you, you get a PhD, you kind of, your heart's kind of in research. So the opportunity to come back to Auburn showed up. and I was like, yeah, I'll do that. So I came back 2010. And. It's been great, that was a great year to come back it by the was, way well, yeah
2: it, it must it, it must have gotten into your veins because I've seen yeah. you at every athletic event and I see you i mean almost every single one of them so yeah. you, you you really have yeah. become an auburn man right well,
1: I dig it I do I love auburn it's been great to me. I've had a terrific time. All my kids were auburn grads, uh one of them and they're all you know super well prepared uh my oldest is a um industrial designer in Chattanooga. We got married recently. My middle son is second year medical school at UAB. And my third son, who's finishing up now in mechanical engineering, he's a Air Force RSTC guy mm-hmm. and he wants to just fly fast things. That's basically what he wants to do. But I mean they've all been super well prepared. My wife's an Auburn grad, my father-in-law's an Auburn Grad, my mother-in-law is an Auburn Grad. So it's I love Austin. It. I love it.
0: You know, yeah. most of you the the questions that you ask are pretty terrible uh, but no, i'm I mean, so glad that you asked about the joel hayworth story mm, yeah because <laughs> yeah. you talk about some interesting origins right i mean right. my gosh apparently just unschooling on the island of you know where were you oahu, oahu yeah grew up on oahu i mean and then and then you apparently didn't know what shoes were you didn't, didn't know math. you were good at math didn't know that either and then just go
1: hey that's oh, what a true a story. story by the way that's a true story i did not know i was good at math
0: Well, so, like, how, I mean, how how would you start out with? Like, two plus two? Like, where did it go? Yeah, I mean, man, this is embarrassing. Well, his shoes were off, so he was able to count to 20. (laughs) I could get (laughs) get at least 20. I know. Yeah. My wife's
1: probably going to listen to this, so I'm not going to go into any more detail. (laughs) (laughs) But, but, you know, I love that you brought that up because it allows me to make a point that you never really know where you're going to end up. I mean, I, I might be exhibit A for that, you know, start off in Hawaii. Now I'm like this Auburn guy, right? And I love it. I mean,
0: it's been great. So please tell me there's some long hair pictures out there. Oh, uh, there are some long hair. I got, oh yes, I we, got we gotta get some <laughs> get his wife's number. We're gonna. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta get some of these for the, for the, for the, uh, the post. Well, uh, I can't thank you enough for for joining us. Hey, I know let's, we can hey, keep hey going. let's
2: do this again in Orange Beach in a, in, right. in about a year. That's so. How about good. that. Hey, one
1: Monday. of the things one of the things we're gonna have in that facility is a uh, team. I'm using my air quotes here. Team play, <laughs> team space, right? On the upper floor,
0: outside. Oh, oh yes, yeah. sir You could have a dinner out there. Yeah, <laughs> no, <laughs> uh, that's going to be great. Yeah. Well, thanks so much, seriously, for the work you're doing, not only for you know the world, but uh, for representing Auburn yeah, and, and this incredible I mean, project. Big work. anyway. War Eagle, Joe. War Eagle, so baby. War Eagle. You're listening to the Hashtag #Getting Podcast, brought to you by Auburn University's Samuel Ginn College of Engineering.